Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. I'm the Reverend James T. Taylor. We are located at 600 South Salem Street in Apex, North Carolina. Come go with us as we gather strength and direction from the Word of God. Hit all the buttons here. Okay, this is our call to worship. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs and praise. That comes from Psalms 95, 1 through 2. This opening song from our New Dimension Choir.
Amen. That was your new dimension choir. And, and I'm trying, I'm going to have to, okay, here we go. That was our new dimension choir. And uh, what I'll be doing, if you haven't muted yourself, go ahead and mute yourself. Uh, and in the process, Reverend uh, Cross will lead us to the throne of grace. God, we thank you so much for allowing us to slumber through the night and to rise early this morning. We ask you, O oh Lord, to let your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us in all that we do and all that we say. We thank you, dear God, for our life, our good health, and our reasonable amount of strength. Now, O oh Lord, we pray for those that are less fortunate than us. Begin with the our, our first family, the President of the United States and his family, his wife, oh God, we ask you to continue to bless them and raise them back to a normal state. We ask you, oh dear God, to bless those that have fallen already. And we ask you to, as we bereave those that are not with us, oh God, give us health and strength to stand by and trust in you. For your word says to trust not in our own understanding. But unto you, O oh God, we ask right now, Lord, you would bless all those in St. Mary Me Church, bless those in our communities, bless each and every family represented today, O oh God. We ask that you would continue to give us a reasonable mind to continue to believe in your word and not what we hear or not what we see. We ask, O oh Lord, to just stand by us in these trying times. Bless our pastor this morning, O oh Lord, as we wait anxiously to receive a word from on high that will continue to give us the strength, the faith, and the hope to carry on throughout the coming days. Oh God, here we are right now in your presence. We ask that you would touch each individual, whatever the, the, the downfall may be, whatever the uplift may be. We ask you, Lord, to continue to just bless each and every one of us as we go about our journey. Dear God, we ask that right now that you would just continue to allow us to hold on to you, hold on to your capable hands. And God, we ask that you would just bless us again in a very special, special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We realize that the prayer of the righteous availed much, and we that is the tool in which the Lord has given unto us that we are to connect with him. At this time, we'll have our scripture lesson. This scripture lesson also will be the foundation for our morning uh, uh, sermon. Uh, it will come from Psalms, the 34th chapter, uh, first through the third verse, and it reads like this. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. The word of God for the people of God. And this time it's going to take the opportunity to go over some uh, some announcements. And if, if anyone else have any additional ones, please uh, come forth that as I finish. Uh, the announcement says as follows. Our second quarterly conference will be October the 17th at 11 a.m. That's on a Saturday. Uh, with the presiding elder. I will need all reports by the 10th of October. Just email them to me. Okay. Uh, the I sent out a letter that the bishop sent me to all the leaders of the church. It's in regards to opening the church. We know that North Carolina 
has said that uh, then the third phase of opening, but as the bishop uh, laid out, we uh, he suggests that we do not open it, and I do agree with him because the pandemic uh, affects black and Latino folk even more so than other races. So we're still waiting uh, to open, but I just want to let you know that it's on our minds, but it's more important that when we open, we open safely uh, so that no one will uh, be put in harm's way. Also, to this morning, uh, we want to recognize Jeff and Kim. This is their anniversary. Let's give them a hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for, for their one year, and we look many, for many more happy years to come. So again, Jeff and Kim, happy anniversary. Also, uh, uh, let's see, on this past week, uh, Shirley Fieldings, who is the manager of our uh, food pantry, was recognized by St. Mary. And also, and additionally, she was recognized by the Martha McCulloch, uh area for her work in her, the food pantry ministry. Uh, we gave her a plaque and she has four, four to five helpers. And we also recognize them. Uh, uh, right offhand, I can only remember Sister um, Lucille, and uh, I cannot remember the other three people or four people's name. But we recognize them. Uh, and Sister uh, Cross, if you remember the other folks' name, you can kind of shout it out when I finish. But again, it just shows that we are still doing the work of the Lord even through the pandemic. And because there's a lot of people that have been displaced. There's a lot of people that are food insecure. And typically we help about 6,000 people a year. And I do believe that uh, the number of people that we have serviced has increased because of the pandemic. So uh, we always need to recognize those who labor among us. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. My next thing is homecoming. We know that we miss homecoming. But still, if you have homecoming money, uh, please send your homecoming money. You can send it through the mail or you can give it to Brother Thomas. But in doing so, please uh, put it on the envelope that is for homecoming. Uh, again, we never ask a certain amount. It's what the Lord has blessed you with. And so we look forward to you being obedient to uh, as the Lord has uh, softened your heart to give because this is this is our major fundraiser. So again, I, you, you all have done well during this whole pandemic. Uh, but again, I just want to throw that out there. So if you have it to give, give. If you don't have it, don't worry about it. But uh, if, uh, I'm just putting that out there. Uh, and, it's, and it's accepted anytime you got it. it. It's no particular day. Okay. And of course, uh, at the end of this service, we will have a small communion service. Uh, some of you all have already received your uh, your little cup of the wafer and the uh, juice. Keep in mind that this is only symbolic. It 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 has, it has no power in itself. It's just symbolism of remembering what the work of Christ that He did on Calvary's Hill. Are there any other announcements? Okay, if not, at this time. We're going to ask that Sister Renee Kennedy, she is going to give us a, a solo. And as she render her solo unto us, the next voice you will hear 
is a word that the Lord has uh, laid on my heart to give us on this particular time. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow's grass. Then he leads me beside the quiet stream. He restores my failing health. Then he helps me to do what honors him the most. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm Thank you very much for that inspiring word. I mean, my God, I mean, you, you, you're, you're right on. I, and I'm so glad that I just let everybody sing what they want to sing because thus far it has been right in line with where the Lord has led, has led me to lead the church. And the title this morning is "I Will Bless the Lord." Uh, we read the, the the scripture, which is well, Psalms 34 and one through three. And this Psalms, uh, like so many others, has its root grounded in historical occasion. 
The historical content of this chapter can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 21 through 22. It is there that we find David who has just changed his behavior before Amalek as he is on the run from King Saul. King Saul was not happy with David and how he was being elevated by God. The local woman had begun singing songs. Saul killed his thousand and David killed his ten thousands. The saying displeased King Saul to the point that he now sought to take the life of David. Saul said in his heart to kill David. David is now on the run from Saul. During the time that David wrote this particular psalm, he, he is found in Goth. It is interesting to note that Goliath was from Goth. Automatically, I find problems with this passage. David runs for his life and temporarily settles in Goth. Uh, and, 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 and I have a difficulty time in understanding how do you find safety among your enemies? <laughs> oh, help me there, church. How do you go to your enemy's camp and find safety? How do you find rest among your enemies? I know young folks in there singing, they say, I went to the enemy's camp and, and took back what he stole from me. But most of us recognize this is just a song. We take no comfort in the camp of our enemy. The Bible declares in Psalms 110 and 1 and Luke 20 and 40 through 3 Hebrews uh, 1 and 13. God will make our enemies our footstools, not our place of refuge, not seated by our side, but beneath our feet. King Ashish is the king of Goth and is somewhat shocked when he discovers that David is now on the run. The king looks at David and asks, why have he brought this mad man to him? Bible readers will remember that David had to have faked that he was crazy. <laughs> Literally act like he was out of his mind. Like he has lost his total self in men a mental episode. <laughs> Let me pause right here and state for the record that everybody that acts like they're crazy ain't crazy. <clears throat> People around you may play like they're crazy, but they know what they're doing. David played like he was crazy. Uh, spit ran down his face. He was scratching at the gate of the city. And, and, and that was the custom of the day because in the custom of the day was that if you were crazy, <laughs> folk wouldn't kill you. Oh, uh, David, he had a plan to, to act this way so that he would be able to save his life. But I'm here to tell you that fear will make you act foolish and, and ultimately lead you to failure. When we operate in fear, it will literally make you feel like you have lost your very mind. This is why Paul spoke with the young preacher, Timothy, and encouraged him. And in Timothy 1 and 7, he said, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. David, fearing King Saul and now fearing King Ashes, is on the run again. This is a strong contrast to what David wrote in an earlier psalm. Just goes about seven chapters forward and look at David's proclamation in this chapter. In, in Psalm 27, it said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? 
The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and, and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war shall rise against me. In this will I be confident. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the sequence of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. In other words, when you're in a tight place, when things don't look good, when you find yourself in trouble, we have assurance that we have a God that we can lean on. That was Psalms 27. We travel just a few chapters down the road and, and David marches himself from Goth and, and he finds a cave. It is located in the close closeness to the very place where he killed Goliath. What a wonderful place to reminisce, to reflect, to remember, to recall. David is now hiding in the cave of Adullam. Everybody needs a cave of Adullam. Place to remember what God has done. A sealed off place. A, a place where we can steal away. A place with no distractions where we can reflect and reminisce and remember. A place where we can clearly hear the voice of God. The narrative takes an interesting twist at this point. When the friends of David heard that he was found hiding in the cave, they, they left their problems and issues of home and went to find David. Let me note that about 400 men showed up to sit with David and share the cave. I wish I had time to stay here. This is a sermon in itself. <laughs> These men, uh, they were in doubt, distressed, disenchanted, disenfranchised, found David and joined him in the cave. This is where and when this psalm was birthed. David now picks up his, his pen and begins to author this psalm. Something on the inside of David begins to spring up. He turns his cave into a cathedral. David takes his time as he's beginning to write. He does not rush. He takes his time doing this process. You may say, preacher, how do you know that? This psalm is what they call an acoustic psalm. That means that every verse begins with a letter of the alphabet. He says, I will bless the Lord. It is personal. It's an affirmation of intent. David said, I will. That's where the difference from us. Most people say, I will not. But bless equals Hebrew. In Hebrew is where we get our word eulogy. I will speak well of God. Regardless of my situation, I will speak well of God. Um, and and in the majority of the funerals I have attended, nobody speaks ill of the dead. Not in, in, in public. They may do it in private, but they don't do it in public. This is the very thing that kept Job at the forefront of this situation. You can remember how the devil said, I'll make him curse you. Job came through this situation with flying colors and, and Job proclaimed, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. We must learn how to bless God from both sides. Um, the Lord giveth, bless God. Um, the Lord take away, bless God. When you're up, 
bless God. When you're down, bless God. When your money is funny, bless God. When you have bad situations, bless God. When you're working, bless God. When you're laid off, bless God. When you're going through a pandemic, bless God. When you feel well, bless God. When you have aches and pains, bless God. When you don't even understand, bless God. When you're calm, bless God. And when you're distressed, bless God. This is what also the worship service should be always on a high note. This is why we should stop being nothing more than parrots on Sunday mornings. Preachers say somebody ought to say amen or, or clap your hands for the Lord. No one should tell us when to praise and when to bless God. We need to learn how to bless the Lord on purpose. I heard someone call it a premeditated praise. Don't come to church thinking about how good God has been to you. You should have done that at home. Hallelujah. Anyhow, should you should not have to wait for the preacher to warm you up with spiritual uh, 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 calisthenics. Uh, you should have the warm be warmed up by the choir. You should be able to say, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. David said he prays will continually be in his mouth through good times and, and bad times. So I'm not just going to look thankful. I'm going to be at least thankful. Thank you makes room for more. Anybody ready to bless the Lord this morning? When somebody does something for me, you ought to at least have a sense to say thank you. You, you ever do something for someone and, and they don't even say thank you? Huh? Oh, yeah, come on here now. There are some people that are just not thankful. They don't know how to say thank you. But they, they, they mess their situation up because the next time you want to bless them, you will hold back on that blessing. So it's something about being thankful. And the Lord loves us when we're thankful even the more. David did not was not concerned about his place of, 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 of praising God. That there's some folk that are missing out because the only time they can praise God is in the four walls of the church. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done, we should be able to praise him in a tree, under a tree, out in a field, in your home. You should be able to praise God and let the world know I will bless the Lord at all times. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and God makes the difference, not the place. If you have God, you can bless him anywhere. And see, you need to let folks know that I don't need to be in the church house to bless the Lord. I can bless him right where I stand because there's something on the inside that, 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 that moves me to raise my hands and say, God is good all the time. Oh, yes. And, it, and, he, and you must identify and bless the Lord. Uh, 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 Psalms 34 and 4 said, feed he freed me from my fears. He delivered me from my trouble. He guarded me. He showed me kindness. He supplied all my needs. He listened when I talked to him. He redeemed me. David now says in response to what he has done, I will break my silence. David said, I've been in the cave of Adullam too long. I've been running and hiding too long. It's now time to break my silence. 
If God has healed you, you need to break your silence. If God has protected you, you need to break your silence. If God has delivered you, you need to break your silence. If God has sustained you, you need to break your silence. If God has kept your family together, you need to break your silence. If God has blessed you on your job, you need to break your silence. If God has blessed you to retire, you need to break your silence. If God has blessed you through your breakthroughs, you need to break your silence. If God has blessed you up and down the dangerous highways, you need to break your silence. If you woke you up this morning, started you on your way, you need to break your silence. If God has blessed you with a reasonable portion of health and strength, you need to break your silence. David said, will I not only be in my mind, but on my lips. Probably there's too many of us only have God on our mind. When he enters your mouth, it should be an overflow. No matter what's going on, you should have an overflow. Your, your children are not acting right. Your husband and wife are not acting right. The situation of your job is not right. You need to be in the overflow. When you've been lied on, you need to work in the overflow. When you've been talked about, you need to work in the overflow. You need to let the world know that I will bless the Lord at, at all times, not sometime. See, the, 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 where the rubber meets the road is, is when all hell breaks loose. Can you lift up your hands and God is still good when your money is funny. Can you still say God is still good when there are more months than more days at the end of the month? You still can be able to say God is still good. I don't look at my circumstances. I look at the God I serve because if you brought me this far, he'll bring me the rest of the way. So we need to let the world know God is good. And if things are not going like you want them to go, keep on praising him. That's how the world knows if you know God. Ah, oh, if you can only praise Him when 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 everything is going all right, there's something wrong with your praise. There's something wrong with your relationship with God, because you need to be able to praise Him when things are not going well. You need to be able to praise Him when folk look at you cross-eyed. And they begin to tell you, I don't know why you're doing what you're doing. But you need to let them know that God has been good to me. You need to let them know that you, 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 you're looking, but you don't know who woke me up this morning. I, I, you don't know. Uh, yeah, my situation looks bad right now. Yeah, my situation looks difficult right now. But but I serve a God that he he looks, he sits up in heaven, looks down on me, and he takes care of me. You need to let the world know that God will bless us. And we need to let the world know because somebody is looking at you wondering, will you bless the Lord? Because folk go through stuff and you and we have to be a living testimony to let folk know that it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right because I'm going to bless the Lord. And just like David said, yea, though he slay me, <laughs> yet will I serve him. So we need to let the world know that it's not about 
things going well all the time. We need to stop using God as a spare tie. And let the world know that I need him each and every hour. I need him all the time. And when we bless the Lord, it encourages your heart. It encourages your mind. And it also encourages folk around you. You'll be surprised at how folk are looking at you. Wondering how you made it over. They had counted you out. They have already wrote your obituary. They've already made plans for your demise. But look at you now. If it had not been for God on your side and you should not be uh, embarrassed and let folk know that, yeah, you counted me out, but but look at me. Uh, I, I, just like the three Hebrew boys uh, when they were cast into the fire, oh my God, into the fiery furnace uh, and they turned the, the heat up hotter than it had ever been before. Uh, and that's how some people want to do, turn the heat up. But you know what? Somebody looked in that fiery furnace and said, we thought we threw in three, but there looks like a man that looks like the, the living God walking around. I'm here to tell you through all that you have to go through. God is not going to leave you by yourself. He will walk out. And what I love about this thing is that the Bible says that when the boys stepped out of the fire, there was no smoke. There was no sense of smoke. See, you need to understand that God will fix you up and you will look like hallelujah what you came through and folk will stand back and wonder but don't be ashamed tell them it's the God I serve that brought me through and I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually not just on Sunday 365 days of the year, 52 day, 52 weeks in the year, every hour, every minute, you need to bless the Lord. Because doing your external blessing, you are being moved and someone else has been shown that God keeps his word and takes care of his people. I trust and believe that something has been said to encourage your heart, to bring you closer to where the Lord has asked for us to be. And that as we move forward in our worship experience, and as we begin to think on the goodness of the Lord, and as the, our New Dimension Choir give us a, a selection, let us meditate on the goodness of the Lord.
Amen. Jesus promised that he will take care of us. His word is true. If there are any prayer requests, let it be known now before we, that way we can go to the throne of grace. Uh, uh, we know that we pray individually and then we come back and pray corporately or collectively. So if there are any prayer needs or that we are aware of, please let it call it out right now and we will do that. Reverend Caleb, um, the people that were acknowledged for was Sister Shirley on Tuesday was Myra Taylor, Sylvester Gilbert, Ronnie Taylor, Maria Miranda, Lucille Thorpe, and Mr. Frank, the 87-year-old uh, gentleman that helped Shirley on Tuesday. Amen. And um, I have another announcement also. Sister Alonia Holmes' uh, son died, and uh, the funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time. And also my friend Martha, 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 Martha Cathalon, who is the young lady that took my place at state, her mother passed in Mexico on Wednesday. And she is now in Mexico, but not able to return to the United States until the 13th of November, which is going to take up a lot of time. Um, so if you would pray for that family, because they are going through, because daddy is sick also out in Mexico. Amen. Anyone else? Okay, let us go to the throne of grace. God, our father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you hear our prayer. Lord, touch the bereaved families. We understand, God, that, that when things happen, we don't realize what it is, but we know that you have all things in your hands. Strengthen them as they go through this transition, knowing that you love them as much as they love the individual who had passed. And, and Father God, we ask that you also touch the, the lady who had went to bury her mother, Oh, Father God, give us strength and bless that family that strengthened them to realize, God, that is also in your hands. And, and Father God, we ask that you bless the hands of those who volunteer tirelessly in the food pantry ministry. Oh, God, because the people that they minister to see you as they minister. So let them do not be weary in well-doing. Protect them from any and all sickness that they will continue to do what you've called them to do. And Father God, we ask that you heal this country because we are standing in the need of a move from you. And only you can do what this country needs. Uh, and so we open our hearts and our minds that we pray that you will intervene and turn things around. And Father God, we ask that you bless all those who have tuned in on this morning through this Zoom service. Bless the household, bless those unspoken needs uh, and meet them at that point of need because we realize, God, that the cattle on a thousand hills belong to you. And matter of fact, the hill belongs to you. So we submit these applications. Uh, we submit these supplications unto you that you will do what you do best and that you will continue to walk with us and bless us along our journey. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. At this point, we are going to do our communion service and and basically, if you did not pick up a communion cup, uh, as I said previously, this is symbolic 
the wafer and the juice has no power. Uh, so it's just symbolic of that we're doing this in remembrance of the work that Christ did on Calvary's Hill. And so as we pause individually for a moment, uh, and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to bless uh, the, the, the elements virtually, uh, and, and knowing that God, he's in, he's in all places at all times. So, uh, our location has no, uh, power as to what God can do. Father God, we ask that you bless these elements, knowing God is, this is just a some symbolism of and acknowledging what the work that your son, Jesus Christ did on Calvary's Hill for remission of our sins. The wafer is the symbolic of his body. I will eat this with thanksgiving. The juice is symbolic of the blood that he shed on Calvary's Hill. I will drink this with thanksgiving. Amen. As we have done this, let us all repeat the Lord's Prayer as, as everybody has completed it. Let us repeat the Lord's Prayer in unison. Our Father, who in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespassing as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. We have done this is our first virtual uh, communion. Uh, and as we move forward and to what God has called us to do, let this week be a reminder that you are blessed and go out and bless somebody else and tell them about the goodness of Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, may, may the Lord continue to smile upon you. God, just always fear for us to gather in this place to worship you. It's not because we are perfect people, but because you are an awesome God and worthy to be worshipped. Thank you for making us worthy to stand before you, to worship you through this, your son, Jesus the Christ. Lord, as we close this worship experience, may our worship be acceptable before you today. Thank you for the wonderful time we have shared. May we continue in your word and use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, we believe and give this benediction. Let the church of the living God say amen. 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 Until we meet again.